Hello, everyone. Welcome to the coziest episode of Hockey Town. This is 313 Hockey, and I'm your hooded host, Jake Rivard. I'm your hooded host, Mads. I'm your other hooded host, Tom. Now that we've gotten our coziness out of the way, let's get started. Talk a little bit about hockey. No, um, I added something to the intro. Oh, I just saw. So last week, Maddie came to visit, and... um. She met my dad and my entire dad's side of my family. <laughs> and apparently she has some interesting thoughts she'd like to share. Maddie? Well, it was well delivered at the time of the interview. So Jake, I was like, you know, as, as all fans hopefully have seen and are aware, Jake and I conducted some interviews at the, the Little Caesars Arena, home of the Detroit Red Wings. And during those interviews, I thought, how can I best deliver this news to Jake without being too overtly obvious about it? So I said, Jake, we should do an interview. And it was the first one of the night. He was very excited. I was like, you know what, Jake, I'd love to interview you host to host. It would just be so lush. So I mic up. Jake's ready. First one of the night. I'm all mic'd up. This is fresh. I think one day after meeting Jake's father, he's not aware of the fact that I and my Scottish friend Brendan, who I brought along, think Jake's dad looks pretty doofy. So, <laughs> so long story short, I get the microphone out. Jake's hypes talk about hockey. I say Jake. <laughs> I say, who are we here with? Jake Rivard. Jake. Or no, he said, long answers. So I said, no short answers. I said, Jake, please talk about some of the strengths that come along with having the Dilfiest dad in Macomb County. <laughs> and this man goes, I knew you were going to say that when you <laughs> It was, there was a point where she came in and she's introducing herself to my dad. And she starts talking to him and I see her eyes light up and I only see her eyes light up like that when she's talking about like Dan Campbell or like Aiden Rodrigo. Hutchinson. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson. And later when she brought don't it up, like that, it's not my fault. Later when she brought it up, she did the noise that she does where she goes. Oh, no, <laughs> I hate her. that I have a noise. <laughs> oh, that no. It's become a staple now. And, and I knew, I knew. But you knew, you knew I, what you had. Listen, I knew my dad was, I knew my, <laughs> I knew she, I knew my dad was going to do something to her because at one point he took her hand to look at her nails and I saw like just a fire burn in her. <laughs> Not only did he do that, he goes, wow, your nails are really cool. And I was like, why, thank you, sir. You're like, hi. <laughs> See, Jake's dad is like one of the most chill people I've met. Yeah, he's pretty chill. Uh, he also has a Confederate flag on his fridge. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Though. <laughs> Super chill, though. Oh, Super chill. Oh, definitely won't talk about that. Anyway, totally normal transition. Totally chill. Here. Yeah. There's that was our a, intro. Lot, a lot of very strong opinions today. About Jake's dad. But not just about Source? my dad. Mostly. <laughs> but also about the reverse retro jerseys. Yeah, let's talk about, about it. Let's. So the Red Wings brought the barber pole back, but yep. instead of it being a red and white, they've decided to make it a black and red, a first in the history of the Red Wings. I like it. 
I, I think also like it. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a, everybody was complaining last year that they weren't being creative enough with their design. Right. Oh, last year's was so last bad. Last year's was though. terrible. Yeah. So bad. It really was. And so I think they took a good risk this year. Whether you like it or not doesn't matter because they tried something totally new. Right. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, as I've kind of talked about before, Barber Pole is super hard to pull off. And if you're going to try to pull it off, they did it the best they could, honestly. The yeah. original mock-up that I saw, the black and white, where it was mostly black, I was not a fan of. Oh, really? I like that oh. one as well. What I don't like about it is how similar it is to Chicago's. Yeah, that's my identical. Only, that my is only so gripe. fucking yeah. annoying. What, what, blows my, what blows my mind is, like, I'm, I kept thinking about this. Like, Adidas is the one handling all of these. Yeah. How do they not have creative communications between all the teams? I agree. I yeah. don't know how. And also, for some of the other ones, I'm like, how did you not get it right? Like, the Ducks, they yeah. had one fucking job. These are what the jerseys look like. For our listeners, we are just showing all 32 of the NHL reverse retro jerseys. And there are some that are very ugly. The St. Louis Blues, for example, have a bright You don't yellow- like that? That piss yellow no, jersey. I, well, that's part of their color, man. Yeah, like it's their just color like the, scheme. It's the weird music note in the middle. I think that's throwing me I off. I liked it. See, if they flipped it, I would have. I really think it's a lot better. That could be interesting. If it was like a yellow music note. Mm, yeah, agree, agree. But I think they were trying to inverse it, like oh, the God, reverse retro. The Devils one you cracks know? me up because it looks like Burger King colors. Do you see Nashville so? Oh, it's the, the Devils? Tiger. The shitty Sabertooth Tiger that is like a 3D mock-up. <laughs> no, I think... So I think I would have liked the Toronto jersey if it wasn't just so I like windy. it. It's just... It feels like every other Toronto jersey yeah. you've ever seen. That is true as well. That's a um, good point. The Florida one is dope. It's, I think that's my favorite one. It's a powder yeah. blue with it's a gorgeous. palm hockey stick on a sunset. That's their old yeah. logo. That's their old logo. That is, yeah. how much more could you want out of that? And no, it's have, it's really pretty. It is really good. I really do like that one. My other one that I really, really, really like is the Capitals with the Screaming Eagle. I'm so glad that they brought that. It's that's a, a classic. That's, that's early I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that white part where the arrow is. It's, it's, I don't know. So there's, it's almost there for me, but there's something that's just so, not, not it. Which one is your guys' favorite and which is your least favorite? I think my favorite might be Florida's. Yeah, I like Florida Coyotes. The Coyotes and is a cool one. There's this fucking cool. Like the brown desert sands color. Oh, like, yeah. And the Kings. I like I like that old jersey. Oh, that classic. Gretzky. Yeah. I, I like the Sharks one a lot just because I have a fondness mm, in my yeah. heart. Seal seal. I like the Seals. <laughs> I hate the Sharks, but the jersey's pretty good. Yeah. With the expansion teams, I'm not going to like count them for this because they don't really have like. But, a but I think they did a good job. Like, yeah. New. They did a good job. Vegas is a little, Vegas is, it's a little weak. Yeah, Vegas has, has stars that glow in the dark at night. Okay, that's which cool. is kind of cool. I think I think Vegas did it. Like, look at Vegas versus the Canes. It's like yeah, yeah, and it's, it's not like they better than that. The Canes, and it's not like they have a lot of source material to work with. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, like, I think separately they did a good job to like try to do a reverse kind of retro jersey, where some of them i'm not like which one is what's your what's your least favorite one guys 
Mine is the St. Louis one. It's just so ugly to me. Or the Minnesota one, because the Minnesota one feels lazy. It's a very cool design, but it like it's it just is lazy. last year. Yeah. So is so is Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is I think the Devils too. They didn't do shit. Yeah, the Devils just just did a, an away jersey with uh Kansas City, the Kansas City colors. Yeah. What is the bear? What team is that? It's the Bruins. Oh, Bruins. oh duh. Yeah, it's, bear. It's, it's the 90s Pooh Bear. If it's they had nice. the yellow jersey, I'd be down for it so much more than the white. Yeah. Um I guess the Canes one's the worst. For sure. The King the Canes, yeah. The Canes is kind of lazy. And you said Nashville. Yeah, Nashville's for yeah, sure. fuck Nashville's yeah. too. Yeah, those both well, those are both pretty bad. I hope <laughs> I hope that everyone out there listening to this is actually looked at them up so that they're not just hearing yes. us let us know what your opinions are with the jerseys yeah and the replies and they can always google it you know google um we do have some red wings news that is a little bit heavy so i figure yeah. we can just get that out of the way get your um, sweatshirts on guys jacob Verana has entered the nhl player assistance program this is a program that handles um different things ranging from mental health issues to substance abuse issues to any number of things but i think what's the most important thing about this is that it isn't really our business what he's in there for specifically as you guys know dylan larkin went in last year when he revealed later that he had a miscarriage terry price went in last year um and he helped it helped him with a lot of his substance abuse problems and you know we don't we don't really know the details and i don't really think we need to know them necessarily yeah no i don't I don't think anyone really needs to ask to make questions now. If he wants to open up about it later, that's totally up to him. Yeah, and for people that have media access, they should not be badgering him like somebody, a certain media figure badgered Larkin last year, repeatedly Ooh. asking him, Helene St. James of the Detroit Free Press. Oh, she she's... constantly, when Larkin came back, she kept asking him what was wrong, like why he left oh for personal gosh. reasons. And he kept having to tell her like it was for personal reasons. And she's like, okay, why? Oh my and god. Like, dude, it's like, fucked up. Like, stop asking if, my, you, if you keep saying like these are human don't beings. ask. Don't ask. Well, my issue my issue with this is is it is something private. And mm-hmm. because it like because it's private, I wish we could just keep it at that. But the fact that they have to say that he's entered this program means that it's either substance abuse or a mental health thing. Like, I wish that they could just we don't need to know shit like let them just go through what they need to go through and now because they said that he entered this program everyone speculates well oh i think he has an addiction or just like why mm-hmm. just fucking and that's the thing about it is like you can't speculate and and even if he does i mean like these are human beings like these are sure they're like rich people that we watch on you know tv for fun but like these are still mm-hmm. human beings and they still deserve like the same amount of privacy that you or I might get, you know? Yeah. And you want it. I don't, I mean, maybe it's related, but I remember Jake, when we were at the game and you, I was re-listening to the podcast. Well, not re-listen. I listened to it, but like way after we had recorded it, and you had said something like Verona looked like he just checked out. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I do you, remember you that. mentioned I that. Yeah, you're like, it's, it seemed, yeah. yeah, it seemed like he so was disengaged. And there's something more know. on his mind then. Yeah, clearly. Um, I mean, that we know for yeah. sure. But and like, let's be honest, I want him playing when he has the ability to put his all into the game. Well, yeah, and that's what it, we all want. And he needs to take his time to do whatever it is that he needs to get help with or figure out. Right. 
if it takes till next season, it takes till next season. If it's next week, even better. But but it should be on his schedule. With that said, we now have a spot on the lineup in the top six that needs to be filled in. <laughs> it's like unfortunate <laughs> that it has to come to that, you know, conversation, but like right. you know, we don't we don't know how long he's gonna be out. Yeah. So I think if you didn't think this was a big opportunity for Dominic Kubelik or Philip Zadina, then it most certainly is now. Well, not Kubelik. He's he has the roster spot. He's... Yeah, Kub- well, I mean, Kubelik has a roster spot. What I'm saying is that he's playing on the top line. He's getting top line minutes. Yeah. And oh, he's yeah. To play with like Larkin and Raymond. Yeah. Or well, you get a chance to show him, show himself. Just what we said too. You know, like I, we said before, it doesn't really matter if they started for that first game or not. There are going to be injuries, which we know. Mm-hmm. You know, we see with Bertuzzi as well as having Verona out. So we have the opportunity for, you know, Sidina and Suter being subbed in there as well. You know, Fabry speculation. I'd love they, to see maybe some of the Griffins guys, Bergeron or Edvinson, yeah. get called up. So Daniela Bruce today, we're recording this on Thursday, the October 20th. Um, but Daniela Bruce said something about how they're happy with how the lineup looks right now. And yeah. they're not sure if they're going to call anybody up just yet. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. think that's fine. You could put, you could pop Suter in on the fourth line, you know, throw Zadina on the right. second wing and Kubelik on the top line. And, you know, you've still got your solid four lines. Yeah. It's nice to have depth. But I mean, who, how many players are they carrying them? I think they're carrying, well, they've got probably 12 forwards. I think like I seven or 17. Eight oh, okay. Yeah, about 17. I thought the number was 17. Yeah, Plus, you've got but, um, Jake Wallman coming off injured reserve oh, a little bit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. When's Fabry's I did too. Fabry's coming back in the new year. Um, oh, they announced that this oh, week yeah. as well. Um, oh, I would I like to see earlier. I forgot about that because I said Fabry earlier. So scratch um, that, Tom, please. You did right here that Jonathan Bergen should be called up. And I agree. I also agree. That, but I think yeah. he's injured. Oh, really? I, I'd have to double check that. I do remember. <sighs> I know. I should have checked. I mean, we can check real quick. Yeah, I wish yeah. I wish there was just easily accessible information on like this kind of stuff. <laughs> if only there was some sort of way. Yeah. Fuck off. It would be cool to have him up. I mean, I'd be cool to see Edvinson eventually come up if there's some injuries. Yeah. But I think Edvinson will gotta, come up before Bergeron. I well, yeah, but they're, I mean, they're but different positions, so we have more holes. Yeah, I know, but just generally, that we would need to fill. Yeah, I or at least that we can speculate to fill. Yeah, it doesn't look like um, Jonathan Bergeron's played beyond one game. He's only played okay. a single game, so, yeah. so he's been injured for a little bit. I think that Edvinson got injured as well. He didn't play the game that Costa oh, started. Yeah. Okay, that's um, right. Yeah, available on the Griffins. I don't really think we need to call anybody up yeah. just yet. I mean, until Bergeron's back, Bergeron would be my first pick, yeah. like to call up. But with that said, we could talk a little bit about the Griffins. You guys want to just just move that segment yeah. up? All right. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have caught any games or highlights, but Simon Edvinson, according to my friends who've been at the Griffins games, has been the most noticeable player every night. Like, he's head and shoulders above everybody else. In two games, he has four points. And I think it makes sense. That, but Yeah. I mean, it's also really great to see. I'm not going to say anything beyond that. It's great to see, and we do kind of come to expect it with how we've kind of viewed him to be able to step into the lineup. 
And it's the same thing with Cider when he started in Grand Rapids, where you're, I mean, by the end of that year, everybody was like, okay, he's the best player in that lineup. I saw a really neat quote from Ben Simon, their head coach, where he talked a little bit about Edvinson. We've worked with guys like Cider who have gone through the kind of same things, and you see where Cider ended up a couple of years later. We've got confidence that we know how to develop Simon Edvinson. I think that's a pretty nice vote of confidence for how he's going, how he's going to be. Kosa yeah, no, got his I, first win too. Did he? Yeah. I yeah. did hear about that. Did he do he played Milwaukee, didn't he? Yeah, it was the Admirals. Uh 21 saves, I think. Good so, for him. Yeah. I think he just got sent back down to the ECHL. So my theory is he's just gonna be going up and did down. Did they? Are you sure? Oh, they just really? sent him down oh, like probably 20 minutes ago. God damn it. Fuck, I didn't see that. That's so Why? annoying. It's that's irritating. where players go to die. Yep. Yeah. That's Types like when good soccer players are done with their career and they go to the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys well, excited to see Ronaldo's MLS debut one year? Oh I yeah. Like Dude, DCFC Dude, is actually really it's cool. So fun. I saw them play in Pittsburgh and they are the chants really? are so catchy. Yeah. I wish we had chants in uh hockey. In Germany, they do. In Germany, a hockey game feels like a soccer game. It's so yeah. fun. It's it's actually even though the 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 quality of like competition isn't as good as it is over here, like the chance and the atmosphere and the shit that they do during the game is so much better. Man, yeah. I catch their games every once in a while on uh, like ESPN, and they just look like so much fun to go to. I wish we just it had is. like fun little things that we did. Like, so when I went and saw the Dallas Stars play, oh yeah, when they do the national anthem, they would do um, stars. Yeah, they shout stars. <laughs> yeah, when, Panthers dang, say red. They they had their own goal song that yeah. Pantera wrote them. Oh really? Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> and whenever the other team scored, and they would like announce who scored, they would all shout. Who cares over the name of the player? <laughs> it's hilarious. I went to a Michigan hockey game last week, and they also, the atmosphere there is amazing. It's like they chirp the other team's goalie the entire time. They have their band there, which made it so fun. That's and like the sick. student section, like, does all these cool, like, fucking, I don't even know what. They do TikTok dances to distract fucking, the other team. <laughs> yeah, they do like all the shit. And I'm like, God damn, like, it would be so fun to have that at an NHL game, they really go all out. You'll see but, it when we go on Saturday for Michigan Tech versus Bemidji State, but their student section's really fucking insane, and they have a really wild-ass band. Like, it's 216 decibels, I think is what the total is. So it's but louder it's, than the wings go horn. It's loudest. I don't... Oh, here Dude, we go about that. I have video of them with trumpets, and there's flames coming out. It's insane. Yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, that fucking rocks. I wish I could Tom, party like pretty good guys. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. There's nothing else to do up awesome. here. That's awesome. fair. Jake has figured it out. Guys, very I'm, quickly. I'm in the UP right now, and this place is like purgatory. It's not purgatory. Like, oh, no, it's Tom. fine. It's nice. It's it's a beautiful home that I really do love. It's hard to really explain to you people what it's like to live in the UP. You people. You people. You people. What do you mean by you people? What do you mean by that? Trolls. Trolls. No, okay, so it is gorgeous. It is beautiful, and it is nice to walk around. Wait, is Tom drunk or high right now? I can't tell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I need to know. 
I'm glad we're recording again. That little face. Have the viewers ever heard what? of seasoning? Oh, because everything I've had, I'm I am not exaggerating. But it's not just youpers. It's like white people it, in general. Yeah, white people in general. Well, the closer you get to like a big city, <laughs> the more seasonings come in. Because like, what I mean is up There's here they don't. What I mean is they don't use salt and pepper here. Because it's all whitey whites of the whites. I asked. Huh. I went to when a. When was the last morning. time you saw a person of color up there? Today? They don't exist. Like never? Oh, you saw one. No, okay. Literally today. Oh, all right. I was driving. Oh, and they were safe. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I know, right? Like because up in the UP, the demographics oh. overwhelmingly not people of color. I see. So yeah. sundown towns, look well, those up. We don't know if there's any in the UP. Okay, like chill the fuck out. Gosh. Um, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and there's. <laughs> <laughs> some diversity up here if you look into the history of like the mining industries up here there's a lot of yeah it's germans or irish there's a lot of diversity <laughs> other finnish people too actually there's a lot of chinese immigrants Tom, i'm just fucking with you don't make We're it serious this is this is all jokes oh i know where it's all love um but like i also do enjoy teaching people about the up what i will say though is when i went wait let him i want to learn something about the up he just told you about the chinese miners and you're interrupting him yeah. Okay. I, can you? Sorry, Tom. T- can you tell us more about the Chinese uh, miners? Yeah. So there used to be a pretty large uh, amount of Chinese immigrants that came here to work in the copper mines during the late 1800s. Um, hmm. The copper that came out of the United out of the Keweenaw Peninsula here actually helped build a lot of the early industry in, or like early like telephone cables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like the early like 1900s and getting electricity power to different cities. You know, it's really amazing too. Yeah, that same copper that was used has been scrapped in the city of Detroit so many <laughs> times. Also, it's fair. just history repeating itself. Also, fair. Yes, fair. Oh, um, and it's not fair to also not talk about native copper and the vast amount of mining that was done by native americans before very true Amer- europeans got here into the western UP. um i was gonna say this is my last youper slander for the today um i went to a diner and i asked a lady for hot sauce for my pasty uh-uh. and she looked at me like i was yeah sick you in the head okay one you shouldn't have said that why fucking say there are two things that you put on a pasty and there's only one right answer Okay. It is gravy or ketchup, and the right answer is ketchup. Oh, oh no! Because then I ate it with gravy, and she gave me another evil look. Yeah, yeah. She said, "Are you sure you don't want ketchup?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm good." <gasps> that's how. Sorry, we know, Jim. That's how we know you're a fucking tourist. <laughs> Great. Now I've outed myself. I doxed myself. I, I love you, Jim. <laughs> oh my god! Where'd your hood go? <laughs> okay. You guys want to talk about the LA game? Nah. No, I think we should. I'm just uh, kidding. Can you? Was... Maddie and I were. Uh, at the... <laughs> Jake and I were there, and we sung "Kumbaya" with the rest of the fans. I don't oh, think yeah? that's the case. No, we hung out with McCarty for a bit. Um, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, D Mac was was very happy to see us. 
hung out with Daniela for a bit. She was also very Yeah, that was also us. dope. She was so excited to see us. And that, and that was I like, know, oh, that was like so us. cute. That was adorable. She like, her face lit up when she saw us. I was like, stop it, Daniela. You look gorgeous. It's because she knows we have good takes. She actually, she and Carly both agreed with us that the reverse retros are cool. And if you don't like the reverse retros for the wings, wait a year, you'll get another one. It's, it's not that big of a deal. It is not Honestly. the end of the world. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm the diaper so filling. upset. I'm still waiting Wait, for Derpy Cat. But... What do you think people get more upset about? Zadina slash Zadina haters or the reverse retros? That is a really, really fascinating question. What do you think? <sighs> I think tough. it's got to be the it's because the jerseys are like a one time thing. The Zadina stuff is a gift that keeps on giving. And it's that evergreens to it's me. A it's a lifestyle. <laughs> and it's like a cumulative hate over time. It's a like, this because because if they're haters, the cumulative hate is going to build and they're going to get more and more impatient. If you're a Zadina defender, you're going to get more and more ardent in your defense of him. So you're going to be a lot more like I've aggressive. seen a, I've seen some really tried and true Zadina supporters now a little, like kind of doubling down a little bit. Because, listen, here's the truth. Here's the cold, hard facts, folks. Break it down. (laughs) I'm going to break it down. Here's the cold, hard facts. We know for a fact that Larkin's going to be out at least four to six weeks. And we know, Bert, I I already (laughs) fucked up. Freudian slip. I already had we didn't lie to you there's just a little bit of gaslighting happening here there were no original cold Bert, facts. you're crazy Tyler Bertuzzi has a broken hand he's gonna be out and Verona is gonna be out indefinitely so what this means for Zadina is he at least has four to six weeks to pre- he's gonna be on the top spot this is it this is the last chance he has this is it he's gonna be in a top spot and if he doesn't produce so far no points if he doesn't produce that is it he's in a new system he has a new coach he has new teammates guess what this is the last opportunity he has to prove himself period that's it those are the cold hard facts after this time he's either going to stay where he is in a top spot or they're going to trade him or something else and that's my ted talk all right so maddie after finishing that beautiful rant Seeing Zadina play for the first game this season, honest opinions. Oh, God. Jake and I were just in, every time. Okay, I'll preface it by saying he had two good plays the entire game. I there were even, a couple where, where you maybe and I were both more, like, maybe all right, three. that was good. Yeah, there were times where it was like, okay, yeah, he did what he was supposed to do. He made a good pass or he was there when he should have been there and he did what he needed to do. There were a lot of other times he was not there. He was out of position. He had a shitty pass. He, he, he fanned right in front of shots. the net. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had put the net or the puck right in front of our own net in like it, in a very I dangerous that was a tweet from you early on. And that's yeah. what. This game is about to be rough. <laughs> there was the time just, he, he like whiffed on reading a pass and then oh, overshot it and like then more than once though that he it. whiffed he whiffed several times. And like people who support him would be like, Oh, you're being so critical. But well, what about this other player? Yeah, or they do that a lot. But I, I mean the handling was on point though. He I did listen, not everything yeah. that not everything he does was bad. And this is now going to lead me into our next segment. Shout out to my friend, Costly, who suggested this as a segment. 
all of us have to say nice things about Sadina. So as hard as it may be, you know, maybe it's I not feel, hard. Maybe you guys have. I feel I've said enough nice things about no, Sadina. Everybody no, everybody has to say no, something. We have to nice. say at least During one Fox nice Mary thing. Kill, I did take Sadina to marry. It doesn't matter. This is a new segment. Yeah, that we're, we're, we're clean out. slate right okay. now. Okay. Clean right. slate. My, my nice thing is that he didn't look like a replacement level player when he played. Okay. I'll agree with that. I will I will put my I will co-sign. My nice thing. He's actually kind of handsome. I think he's cute. <laughs> T- suck my dick biz nasty. I think that he's kind of handsome and I hate him. So now what? So now what? <laughs> I honestly think Zadina has very good hands for sick handling and has a decent shot when he can be accurate. All right, there we go. Now that we said all the nice things, let's be mean again. Oh my god! I just—I don't know. My list. You mean <laughs> you mean Philip No Net Sadina? Oh, sad. I, so my my thing is, even if Philip Zadina does have a great four to six weeks, let's say he plays eight games and he scores five, four to five points in that time frame. Mm-hmm. Where do you put him in the lineup? Who gets dropped? Third in that line. Time? Let's say Bert and and uh, Verona come back around the exact same time. You would, would you really break up the Redwood line? You'd break up Rez, the no. Rasmussen, Sunquist. Um, so is that the line? third line? That's the third line. How tall is, uh... if you put him on, how tall is Zadina? Not tall enough. Okay. Not tall. And if you put him on the fourth line, then he has to push Kubalik out of a spot. Or, and I know yeah, he's going to hurt Adam Ernie. Oh, come on. And that's okay. not happening. We now interrupt our scheduled broadcast yep. to talk about elite. elite. Thank you for calling him what he is. Break it Listen, down. Listen, I'm breaking it down. As, as the, the listeners may know, I have been an Adam Ernie critic in the past, and it was warranted, in my opinion. Many of us have been. And that is true as well. Many people have been Ernie critics. I myself was a large critic of Mr. Ernie. Yeah. And so Jake had an interview of me from the game the other night where I took my new stance on my Ernie elitism, which started in the preseason when he started really changing his game. But in the video, I said he was mid last season and that he's elite now. And I was kind of drunk and I was going on and Jake posted it on our on our Twitter page. And the one, the only elite Adam Ernie faved the tweet. So he, he saw, saw me say video. that. He saw our video. He knows how I feel about him. He's listening to this episode, Adam. Oh, my God. I'm, could you imagine? Adam, tell your agent to check his email because I just sent him an email. Did you actually? Yes. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. No, I'm so excited. No, I actually do really like him. Like like I said before in my interview, it used to be just for memes, but now... That's okay. Keep it going. <laughs> I really like him, and I'm excited to see what happens. He's, he's elite. And the memes and content that's coming out of it, it's even better. So The, the thing is, even if he was like, you know, an actual like 80-point player... I would still be talking about him this way just because of like how strange his story has been getting here. It's so weird. He was acquired by Steve Eiserman for like, I think a third or fourth round pick. 
Sounds right. He showed up, didn't really do much in the worst season they had, um, that 2019-20 season. Mm-hmm. And then he started picking up the pace, and he scored a little bit. And then in 2021, he led the team in goals with just a ridiculous shooting percentage. He had like 13 goals on the season. Wait, he did? Yeah, yeah. In in 2020-2021. Oh, had yeah, 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 yeah. COVID season. <laughs> and then last season, he fell off a little bit. But I mean... Can you blame him? He was. But did you, know. you see the stat from this season? Yeah. That throughout the whole league, I think he takes the most shots. I think that was the stat. Yep, he had the, the heaviest shots. Yeah. Oh yeah, the heaviest shots. So, so I mean, he's shooting hard. He's checking hard. He he, he does. The yeah. thing is with Ernie is he knows the assignment. He knows what he's got to do. Right. He knows that. Okay, cool. Like Larkin can do the Larkin shit. I don't need to pretend I'm Dylan Larkin. I can play to my strengths and I can break the other team by slowly wearing them down. And then I go in and I get my dirty goal. Yeah. And he's been doing so and he's succeeded and I love him. Adam, he's doing great. Please come on the show so we can talk about your, and he has a normal looking wife, like, yes, like a blonde with blue eyes. And (laughs) she is blonde, but she's normal looking. Okay. Not like, also, I mean, she's, She's she pretty hot. She yeah. can be obscenely hot. Oh, yeah. It's Adam you can Ernie. Be obscenely- Mr. Ernie yes. can have whatever he wants. Listen, you can have an obscenely so hot sorry, wife. Please do not beat me up. <laughs> that looks like a different kind of extremely hot woman. Like, anyway, you um, did we even talk about the Larkin safe? No, that was what I was trying to talk about. Sorry, that- I got it. We got I, was like, <laughs> I got interrupted by my brain. That whole sequence, that un, it's that ADHD will do it to a motherfucker. I don't even have it. I'm Me neither. Rude accident. Oh, I think we both do. I, at the end of the game, Maddie and I were sitting up in the gondola. Yes. We were in the, the upper view. I call it the Iserman view because he's up there watching around the same angle. And Victor Arvidsson of the LA Kings had the puck and he was skating towards the empty net. And when he did, I started, we both started to see Larkin speed up and I turned to Maddie. I'm like, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't know what he's thinking. And I said, yes, it is. And he leans forward, knocks the puck out. And we both leap out of the seats. We're yeah. watching all this happen. He gets up, he passes to Cider. Cider passes it uh... up the ice, gets it to Oscar Sunquist. The sequence starts happening and we're both like butt clenching edge of the seat, like, <laughs> like literally like leaning over the side of the glass. And when yeah. Arvidsson potted that, or when Sunquist potted that goal, the entire Dark. crowd just erupted. Oh, I have to imagine. Because for me here at home, it was probably the most exciting, like, 60 seconds of it hockey. It was amazing, man. So, so long. It was so play. nice. And, like, I feel like that moment would not have happened last season. I no, can't no. foresee that that you know just watching hockey this season feels different and that moment in particular in that game i just feel like i had a different feeling for the that was a statement yeah and Um, it was amazing you know that's our cap i said that to jake too i was like that's our captain no we were like like, i know it's only three games into the season but maddie you're right this team does feel different from last year it really it does. It's, I, I said before the season started, every game is practically a must-watch game because yeah. of just, mm. there's just something different in the air. 
It really, it really does kind of feel like that. there's a hustle, there's a pride, there's yeah. understated determination. It's mm-hmm. not just chip and chase. Yeah, there's, yeah. That's that they're setting up plays. They're taking shots. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. amazing, and guys. Got, I'm like, s- like David Perron is good. Yeah, <laughs> Perron is doing really well. Newsflash: <laughs> Perron, good. He's like he, but he's like an older guy, and he's still got yeah. the hustle. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, it's it's great to have those older guys though. That the yeah, some of the pickups that yeah. we got in the off season. It's like they're in the right spot. And they're doing what they should be doing. It's like whoa, that's how it's supposed to be. You're like, wait a minute. And I think Larkin is hitting the right age too, where he's starting to get to the point where he's got <laughs> still got the the energy of like a youth, but he right. has the the fundamentals of a veteran. Yeah. So he's hitting. Yeah, that. that's a good line, Jake. Like that to me, everybody's like, oh, your NHL player's prime is 24, 25. And I'm thinking 28, 29. Like, yeah. I yeah. Like, like those. Look at Ovi. Games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking Crosby kicked it into another gear that year. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like. Iserman did. Iserman got his two-way game in. Like, I feel yeah. like that's around the age that like your prime starts as like 23, 24. Is. Depends it, on the player too, though. Yeah. Because some yeah. players start and later it, than others. And it does. And some players start earlier. I mean, how long right. has he's been doing this shit? Exactly. Since, I was about to since say. day one. Literally. But to be able to say that, like, you have a player and you have a few players that are kind of, like, in their stride or getting into their stride right now at the right time feels so great. And even if they don't necessarily make the playoffs, it's a step forward. And that's what exactly. I think. Is the best I think part. it's more than a step. It's several steps forward, it, but it, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Like you said, it's only been three games. And yeah, we should probably temper our yeah. expectations a little, but, but three games, I mean, Hey, and by the time undefeated, this, yeah, undefeated, undefeated, undefeated in regulation, there we, go. Cheers. we, so by the time this episode comes out, I think a couple of games will be played. I believe the Friday Two. and Sunday game will be played. Let's yeah. make an early delusional prediction. Let me pull up the schedule and see who they're playing. Also, they're playing, it, also, if they do end up losing a game during that time, we didn't jinx them. It was so tomorrow. It's team just tomorrow at Chicago, Sunday us. against Anaheim. So you're going to tomorrow's game, right? Yeah, I'm fucking stoked, dude. Uh, and then that's their home opener, too. I know. <laughs> you better be it's, ready. I want to see you go eight there. You have to be a please menace. don't die. Please be. I am a little bit concerned, honestly, because I know I saw a guy. I went out to dinner with my dad. I'm in like the burbs of Chicago. I saw a guy wearing a Blackhawks like sweatshirt at dinner and I was already triggered. I'm like really loudly in the restaurant talking to my dad i'm like i don't see how people can still support an organization which covered up sexual abuse (laughs) (laughs) but for real no but for real i don't understand it so like tomorrow being in their place before their home opener god i'm literally i'm honestly worried i said to my dad i'm like listen you're gonna get hate crimed like they're gonna get hate crime by me yeah Come I on. said to my dad, I was like, listen, I won't fight anyone, but if they provoke me, that's on them. Yeah. He said, please don't. I said, dad, do you know who you raised? I he mean, said, hey, if they okay. swing first. You're exactly. All, do they have standard ground laws? In <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Just, you know, shout some slander about them. It's not like that building's going to be really full anyway. Like, No, it uh, will yeah. be. It's their home opener. Yeah, but Sold the Hawks out. suck this year, and Chicago fans are kind of fair weather, so. Yeah. We, I'll, I I'll send updates this. tomorrow. 
by the yeah. time this comes out people will know my fate if i die there please scatter my ashes in the detroit river we'll hold this up can you hold on a I vigil will... for me yeah a we'll... candlelit vigil yes can we do a roast too can you do that while I'm alive? It feels like if right, I'm dead, it's behind yeah. my back. I'm just to run yeah, we'll yeah. plan the roast. I feel like a roast, a roast when someone's not there is just cruel. A, a roast yeah. to my face, fine. I will roast you to your face. That's yeah. fine. I mean, even if it's like, you know, you're like this. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny as funny looking. Oh, um. got him. Wait, Jake, did you see that Twitter poll about the zoomies that you created? Yeah. I wanted yeah, a landslide. The- so. Ooh, I had a poll. I so I, I had a poll. Where did that come from? How did you think of that? I was thinking about how my cat gets the zoomies sometimes. Like <laughs> once a day, he gets the zoomies and he <laughs> runs around the house. And then I started to think, which Red Wing is the most likely to get the zoomies? And then I thought, wait, which one of us think? is most likely to get the zoomies? Wait, but who do you first? Who do you think the Red Wing would be that gets the zoomies? <laughs> Joe I feel Milano. like Mo. <laughs> I feel Mo. I can see yeah, Mo. I feel Mo. Which which um Red Wing do you think is most likely to throw up like a cat? You know, like the uh, uh, Dukovich. You already asked, you asked Dina. this a few months ago. That's why I have it fresh. Zudina gives me cat vibes. I got like 70% of the vote for the zoomies, which is fair. That's like when I go to the gym and I feel like I'm I can just rip open a phone book. Those are my version <laughs> of the zoomies. And see, I get the so zoomies when I get excited. Though. Like Wait, did you mm. guys have the guys come into your middle school and rip open phone books? Uh, Try to get what? you to join the army. Yeah, yeah. What? We had that in high school though. Hold on, rewind. Repeat, please. <laughs> you you guys had, had like, grown men come to your high school and rip they, open. Who even had phone books? Schools. They would they would rip open phone books and then they would try to do like pull up competitions too. Yeah, be like, oh, imagine being that fucking and then guy. They would tell you about how like Christ led them to like. Oh no! Okay, I didn't get me. that. <laughs> no, Holy that didn't happen. Shit. That happened when I was at church. Whoa, you know who I else led Christ? <laughs> you know the who else would be able to rip phone books open at the power of faith? Jesus Christ, right. your Lord and Lord Savior. Savior. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. That's right. Not only can he rip open phone books, he can rip open. Oh no, that wasn't him. That was Moses. Moses can rip. Yeah, open that was the Red Sea. I mean, <laughs> the Red Sea. Yeah. Did you just say Moses can rip your cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's very inclusive of you. I can't think of anything more progressive. Do you ever watch um what's the movie? Uh, the Prince of Egypt. Oh, no. yeah. No. No. Guys, never, oh, I yeah, I guess it's kind of Christian, so. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, watch Christian. Don't be rude. I watch Christian. I mean, it's about hey, I don't know. Um, I watch the Christian VeggieTales where they go to church and Jesus is born. Yeah, but like VeggieTales is just like a fun show. He like so the whole it's I think it's a Disney it's not a Disney movie. It's like Disney adjacent, but it's like I don't think I've seen up. it. I think it is. You know, Disney it's movie. a story about like Moses trying to get like the Israelites out of Egypt and yeah. how his brother kept saying no. They weren't Israelites, kept... they were Jews. Sorry, they, yeah, the Jews. Jews. They weren't they Israelites weren't. yet. Um Israelites they, are something else. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. I forgot. Sorry. Catholic guilt. Catholic guilt. He tries to get the Jews out of Egypt. And, you know, his brother, who's the fair. He succeeded, allegedly. Yeah, well, he, oh, my God. Spoilers. He <laughs> no. And my bad for anyone out there who hasn't read the new te- or the Old Testament, there's a Spoiler little, alert. There's they a teaser. They the Jews out. <laughs> So he, he, for he now, tried. stay tuned for the next episode when they once again get exterminated or expelled. Hey, just another spoiler alert. The Jews cannot catch a break ever. Facts. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> I don't know. 
Power. Never mind. I was about but to say something too. Adam. The, Go it, on, Jake. No, but the animation is like fucking dark. Like, oh, they show like the plagues all happening. Like, you know, the locusts eating all the food. Like, yeah. uh, the god of you know death. Like, oh, I actually have seen all that. The kids. Yeah. No, I've seen that. I remember watching that as a child and being traumatized. The soundtrack's kind of slap though. Like, it does though. Yeah. I don't know hey, how we, we should do here. a three one three hockey watchathon of <laughs> the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Or Veggie Tales. Or Veggie Tales. I'd be down for Veggie Tales. That'd be fun. Patty? What? I think it's time. What? For what? I think you should bring your dad in to read. It's time. The, dad. Read the nice little thing he wants to share with us. All right. So today we are joined by Maddie's dad, who has something really nice he'd like to share with us. We are. Well, it's been aforementioned on a previous episode. But for the, for our lore subscribers who haven't recalled that, um, Maddie's dad promised a rap for us. So we have a rap prepared for it's not an actual rap it's the lyrics to a rap oh okay it's slam poetry slam poetry beautiful i'll break it down for us this is kind of for you guys this is for your podcasts ready the hockey podcast is like the gas that was passed the subjects are vast with the knowledge of mass they make forecasts they talk fast they answer what's asked and they have a total blast they are very cocky eating teriyaki sukiyaki pocky and sublocky while talking hockey and watching TikTok with Stallone as Rocky. 313 Hockey is the name they use. Light a fuse, there's no excuse in Syracuse. Refuse to lose, drink your booze. They like to schmooze about Red Wings tattoos. They give you a bruise, they talk about shoes. You'll never snooze or you'll make you feel blue. They talk about things that are Red Wings, no purse strings. They are the king of the rings, no pulled hamstrings. They outdo all their siblings. Put a bot in front of Tom and it turns Jake on. Jake will wake and bake, then snake, shake his snake. He makes quite the quote, it's no mistake. <laughs> Did you see the blurb? DMAC likes to sit on the curb and burn his herb. Don't perturb or disturb. They talk all things puck while thunderstruck with Donald Duck or some schmuck named Chuck who's in love with his truck and likes the Canucks. Maddie likes Mo Cider more than a spider, a collider, a rough rider, and her healthcare provider. <laughs> No matter your area code, never miss a download or an episode of 313 Hockey. Thank you yeah. very much. That was fantastic. <laughs> All right. That was incredible. Thank That's you. That, Thanks for your That time. was better than anything Eminem has done in the last like eight years. We're praising you. All right, I'm back. <laughs> I was just saying this is better than fantastic. Yeah, this is better than anything Eminem's done in like eight years. You said that last time you read. Well, I'm saying it again. Jigger likes to recycle his jokes. The the best Eminem bar is not as good as the worst rap you've ever written. Oh, hey, by the way, how much have we raised for uh, Maddie and her dad's bail tomorrow? Oh, yeah, we got to figure that out. Um, Yeah. Hi friends, we do have a pay- we do have a PayPal page available. Um, it is posted on our Twitter page. You guys want to donate to pay for Maddie and her dad's bail fund after their uh, assumed tirade at the Chicago Blackhawks opening night? I am um, not fighting, and I'm not even protecting Maddie. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wanted to make Tom laugh, and I did. <laughs> okay. I'll protect Maddie, but I'm going to tell her not to start a fight over like icing or something. Wow. Oh, she's going to start a fight over fair, something silly. Fair, yeah. If it's very silly, silly, I totally understand. understand. There's nothing in the real world. That's not she's true. She's just going to make a bad day for somebody all around. No, they're going to make a bad day if they start shit with me. That's it. All right. I do support the fact that Maddie's opinion, and I agree with it about 
supporting the Blackhawks. He tried to make a cover up a sexual scandal. Yep. Yeah. Based. Based. Pure shit. All right, friends. That's all we have for this week. But keep yourself posted as later this week we'll be unleashing some true great content that you're going to love. Please love it. All right. Anyway, we love you. We're going to have more information for you soon on other events and some fun guests. Take care and have a wonderful night.